Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. Hello and welcome. Hello. Welcome to another episode of What A Great Punk. You're joined by these New South Wales, specifically Jamie and Todd. Oh, uh, thank you. Long your remark. Oh, thank you. Um... You, we're so glad you're back, and we're really excited to be back because we love we love making this podcast for you guys. Um, and if you are listening to this, you're listening to the uh, this is as you know on Spotify or Apple. But we also have a Patreon where we release bonus episodes every week. So if you um, would like a bit of extra content, um, you know, another episode every week, go to the Patreon. You can subscribe. For as little as five dollars a month, fucking which is hell. nothing real fucking hell. That's not even a coffee a week. It's nah. less. You know where I get my coffee in South Yarra? It's like five fifty. Yeah, but I have a real wanker's coffee. I have an almond, what do you get? Oh, an yeah. almond um, flat white. <laughs> um, if you go to Seven Eleven, which you also love, that is a coffee a week and plus an extra. So, think oh, hang about on. It that way. What do you mean? No, a coffee at Seven Eleven is a dollar. Yeah, so if you're paying five bucks a month, that's oh. a dollar. That's a coffee from Seven Eleven. Oh, a week. I see. Per Plus week, you've yeah. got one left Nothing. over. I yeah. used to love Seven Eleven coffee until I went to, until COVID nineteen started. Yeah, and now I feel like I'm walking into the like the, oh, the yeah. belly of the beast in Seven Eleven. Yeah, you're ordering literally a coronavirus in a cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. A big milky coronavirus. Yeah. A short corona. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I've kind of started avoiding it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, also, like coronavirus is sort of like um, you want to live your best life every day, you know? It's like you want to live every day like it's your last. Yeah, and so just go straight for the almond getting latte. getting an almond latte from, you know, from the expensive place in South Yarra. You know? Yeah. So be it. It does. Ever since I read The Barefoot Investor, though, it does kind of boil my blood at paying that much for coffee, i got to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, yeah. It's a lot of money. But... Well, um, didn't you have some, you had something to say? Now, yeah, Tom. I've got some news. Go. I've got some news for all the, all the listeners out there. And this is, the news is, Jamie, mm. and all of you at home or wherever you are, we've got some news coming out. <laughs> the news is we've got news and we'll be dropping that news this week and it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, you might be able to guess or speculate as to what a band... <laughs> Might, bands news might be about especially in the days where you can't we're tour. not just a band though we're a multimedia collective well, exactly so if we were any old band mm. we'd, our news would you'd probably most, most likely go oh they've got a new single coming out yeah but when you or they're playing news, the afl grand final or, or they're playing the afl grand final or something like that which or i can see for us in probably like 2029 or something yeah 2028 yeah when our best ofs just after our best of drops yeah um or they're like on the on the newest Tony Hawk's soundtrack or something like that. Like that might be yeah. the news, but that's just for a regular band. But yeah. if you're a band like us, a multimedia collective, a multimedia conglomerate. multimedia conglomerate such as these <laughs> in New South Wales, 
then the news could literally be anything. Yeah, it could be. It could be um, they've got a new single coming out, you know, for example. Yeah. Um, it could be... They've got a bloody movie coming they've out. They've got a movie coming out. It could be they've got a Netflix deal, you know. Yeah, you never know. It could be um, they're opening a pop-up store <laughs> and you can buy all sorts of snacks and... Um, knickknacks and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Who knows? Snacks and knickknacks. Who knows? Yeah, snacks and cold snacks and knickknacks. Yeah. Um, it's on Smith Street. Um, but yeah, so we're pretty excited that that's going to come out this week. But um, I was also thinking, um, and this hasn't been run past anyone besides yourself just before the show, but we should run. We should um, announce the actual news on the Patreon this week because um, I feel like that would be nice to yeah. those, those people. Um, bit of I a treat bit of a VIP kind of thing. Yeah, so they'll, sure. get, they'll hear the news first. Also on that, just quickly, um, we've been receiving a lot of messages on the Instagram this week in relation to a conversation, which I actually, to be honest, can't remember having, but it was apparently we had a conversation about a like a tonight, like a late yeah. night, a late <laughs> yeah. night style like show yeah. and making it. And there's been, I don't know, in excess of 20 messages from people saying you guys should actually make you that. You should do that. Yeah. Um, talk show thing, the, Rove, yeah. the, new, the new Rove Live. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. W- we take your feedback very, very seriously. Very seriously. Very, very, very seriously, okay? Yeah. And we've been discussing it in-house. Yeah. And looking into the possibility and what it might require to pull off such a feat. Yeah. And as it turns out, it requires a lot. It's fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah. When you can sit down and just think about it properly, your requests are great, but they're not easy to implement. Um, they're not easy. But um, thank you for the, su- the encouragement and suggestions because all we would like to say on the matter is that emails, emails have been sent, phone calls have been made. And that's about as far as we're willing to go on that subject at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was from like people loving the pod and then going, oh, you should do the pod and videos. And then, oh, um, you guys should um, make it, you know, do, you know, talk show. Well, the little video cut downs on Instagram have been fun for people. Yeah. And, um, they want and more. They're like, more, give me more. And to be fair, I think I can imagine us doing a Rove Live yeah, kind of thing. It'd Maybe be pretty fun. Well, yeah. But uh, anyway, look, thanks for the suggestions and we take them on board and uh, and as I said, emails have been sent. <laughs> Phone calls have been made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, all we right. should... All Let's right. So thanks that, for that. That's done. Done. Check. Um, yes. And uh, we have some very, very special guests today yeah. on I'm episode so 30. Episode 30. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah. yeah. Um, very, very pleased that it's episode 30 and we have, we have two really special guests on the show yeah. today. So, um, one of them is the first guest that we ever had on this show, <laughs> which is kind of cool. First return guest. How first return that? guest. His name is Lachlan Eubank from the band DZ Death Race. He's been begging us for 29 weeks to come back in the pod and it's Every finally Every fucking happened. week. Here Where am I is. coming back on? Yeah. Get me back on. That was the best one. And uh, so all these other h- guests suck. He was saying all the time. Yeah. Um. So say hello, Lachlan. G'day. Hang on. Okay. Now <laughs> shut up. Shut up again. Just <laughs> oh, shut thanks up again. For having me. See ya. No, no, no. Just. And um, our sec- the second <laughs> guest that we have on the show this week is um, even more special. 
Well, <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay, I, was, I thought that's what we were it's doing. It's just a special. Figured. Sorry, sorry, Lockie. We well, put out a book this week, so that's pretty. Yeah, special. that's pretty special. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't see Lachlan Newbank putting out any books. Puts out records though that win awards. He won an that's award. That's true. This week, sorry about Lachie. that, Lockie. Um, but uh, oh, there's the award. The, no, he's got the award next to him. I knew, I knew you'd the say best, something like that. So best put it next best to punk, him. punk album, wasn't it? I don't know. Interesting. That's fucking mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our second guest is David Harrington. David Harrington. Woo-hoo! Hello, everyone. Um, Dave, David is, as some of, some of you may know, um, tour manager to um, a lot of bands, um, namely DZ Death Rays, um, June Rats, Skegs, plenty more. We met David um, when we were on tour with DZ Death Rays around Europe and the UK. And um, and did were you on the AU tour that we did? Before? Yeah, we did the Australian. Yeah. Oh, tour the AU well. tour was that first? That was first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Came just before. Just wanted to clear that up, Jamie. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. So um, so welcome to the pod, guys. Thanks for having me. And, and Lachlan, we come as a package deal. I wouldn't have come on without him. <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah. Is no, that it's true? Just part of a management contract that oh, we've yeah. got together. <laughs> Are you doing so? That's how you do all your press. Your, David's yeah, just put our book out, together. everyone. And so, I guess you do the Rolling Stone interview I read this week. Yeah, um, that you, was pretty Lockie was there as well, just while you typed mm. that up. Yeah, he yeah. well, not he was on Zoom because he oh, can't was Zoom. come up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. he just was on while I was typing. Uh-huh. You, you did a Rolling Stone interview this week, Dave. It was yeah, yeah, it was really really cool. I never really expected <laughs> it to happen. I didn't, I didn't even expect to. I, well, I sold out all the books in four hours. Which oh, I, fantastic! Which fucking hell, man, that's so it was, sick. It was incredible. I really didn't expect it at all. I was. I took my car in to get serviced <laughs> just after I put the um, link live on yeah. the internet. Yeah, and um, just ready to have the worst day ever. Yeah, zero. Well, it was sales. just how little I was yeah. expecting yeah. the book to do. But then, um, by, by the time the Rolling Stone article came out, there was only about twenty books left. So. It was absolutely crazy. And but yeah, incredibly grateful for everyone that bought one. Yeah. Fucking mad. How good is that? I love um, that you booked your car to be serviced. I kind of like, sometimes I like on release days having mm. something else to do to yeah, well, I, distract I just you. I figured it would be a flop. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> uh, in the back of my mind, I think I have a lot of self-doubt, Jamie. Yeah. And I've never done anything like that before as well. Yeah, it's never. It's always nerve-wracking. I mean, yeah. Where, where did the... Where did the idea for the book um, come come from? Well, I th- I initially, I mean, it's not a lot of people were thinking it was just because I was bored during lockdown and things like that. But yeah. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. Um, I've always taken photos on tour, but in 2016, I lost um, due to theft all of my hard drives <laughs> and mobile phone, and as such, lost every photo I'd taken basically uh-huh. um, forever. So I started taking all, all my photos on film because I figured no one would want to steal a folder full of film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've had the idea of making it kind of like a book from my perspective on tour because I, there's so many amazing photographers that take mm. live music photos. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's from the pit usually and they're incredible, but it's only one side of the story. Yeah. And I could kind of come to it from a different perspective, I suppose, mm. where I'm actually on tour and I get to see the things kind of that happen behind the scenes, not necessarily just on stage. Yeah. And I don't think that's really explored particularly often. Yeah. No, I think you're right, yeah. man. Yeah. Your photos, yeah. Are so, they have such a great, like, 
um, they're just a very behind the scenes kind of angle for, from all these yeah, bands. And and like, I mean, it I down, guess that down comes to from the access too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like it covers everything from um, the really exciting moments on stage to yeah. the mundane, boring moments in the fucking yeah. van or like <laughs> you know in an elevator going up to your hotel, tired at two a.m. That kind of thing. But yeah. they're all they're all just as interesting as each other, which is so fascinating. Well, I think to a music fan that those behind the scenes photos are, are just as interesting too because mm. you get to see what these people that you perhaps idolise are just doing when they're not even on stage, yeah. which is exciting to – I think it's exciting to some people. Yeah, 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 I love it. For sure. And so so you've been, you've been obviously been taking photos for ages, but um, – what when was the when when was the idea to oh maybe I should turn this into a book and where did it come from? Um, I was actually with DZ Deathrays. We were in um, Adelaide. I remember we were in Sunny's Pizza, great Shout pizza out. place. Shout, Shout out, out Sunny's Pizza, yeah, yeah, Ash and the crew um, down there. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was taking photos of the band eating pizza, and I thought I've never heard of them. What songs do they have? <laughs> DZ Deathrays, you mean no, eating eating pizza? Ah, oh. <laughs> dad. Um, and I thought that it would be cool to put all these photos into a book. I didn't really have a timeline or anything. I just started taking all the photos mm. with the intention of one day putting it into a book. But I've been touring so much that I haven't really had time to. But mm. now that I've done it uh, with the time off, with uh, unable to be touring with coronavirus, so... Mm. I've had the time to put it together, which has been been great. And 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 how's the um, like I'm really interested in uh, the. I love hearing about people's um self doubt <coughs> and overcoming overcoming it because I just find it. Inspi- I, don't know if I, I find it, it yet. find it inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. We're battling it or whatever. You know, like how's the how's the has, have you been freaking out? Has it been a scary thing to do to put the book out? Yeah, it was it was scary, but I mean, I had. Um, I guess I have the benefit, the benefit of in my self doubt, knowing that the three bands that are featured in the book are really popular. Yeah. So I can kind of ride on the coattails of their popularity. Mm. So that kind of eased a bit of the stress. Sick. But yeah, so I was, I have, I had that on my side and also, um, dating a publicist helps <laughs> to get press as well. Oh yeah. You're the best publicist <laughs> in the country. Let's mm. not, let's not lie here. Yeah. I mean, she's very good. Shout out yeah. to Melody. Shout, Shout out to Melody. Shout out to yeah. Melody. I have a funny story regarding My her, sister. actually. Please, please, please go. So, I mean, some of you may know Melody as Todd's sister. Um, these New South Wales season two episodes, these, all of them. Episodes, yeah. all of them, yeah. She's, a, um, she's actually our, our publicist as well, but uh, she was playing yeah, Todd's sister and in the show. And dear friend. And dear friend, yeah. I, th- I can't remember when it was. It would have been <clears throat> maybe at the start of last year. She asked me if I'd seen the show, and I said no as a joke. <laughs> and she got like really upset about it. Got yes. kind of cut that I wasn't supporting her as an actress or the show <laughs> or you guys as a band. Mm. And I've continued that joke <laughs> up until yesterday, <laughs> saying that I'd never seen it and that I wasn't gonna wa- I wasn't gonna watch it because it would be out of spite to watch it. I didn't want to watch it. It was just wasn't interesting to me. And she believed me the whole time that I'd never watched it. Oh, that's really funny. It. Because I, I knew you'd seen it, but I was on a FaceTime with you and Melody a few weeks ago and I think you had to uphold that lie in front of me <laughs> because Melody was there. You couldn't. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? That's weird. Yeah, that's so funny. 
I knew I knew it all. I don't know. That was a little joke that I played only for myself, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> good commitment, some, though. Good commitment. Yeah, good yeah. commitment. Thanks. It was interesting. I was listening to um, Yeah, But Still, which is a podcast um, it made in LA. Actually, one that Todd and I went on last year. But um, shout outs, shout outs. But um, they uh, interviewed uh, AJ and Meadow Soprano from Sopranos. Yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was such a great episode. And it was amazing to hear that. Um, AJ, the kid who played it. Have you guys seen Sopranos? I haven't, no. Okay, well, it's, you know, it's like they made, what, well, how many seasons? Six seasons. And it's, a, it's a, you know, one of the all-time kind of great, greatest shows. Yeah. And AJ and Meadow were the kids of Tony Soprano. And they started in the show like tiny kids, eight and 10 or eight and 12 or some shit, I don't know. And they grew up right through all the seasons till they were adults. And um, AJ was saying that he has never, ever watched it. Never seen a wow. never That's seen an episode. So amazing. And Meadow was saying that um that she uh, was only just watching it for the first time now and loving it. Wow. Which is super wow. sick. And that, have you that, always watched everything you've been in? I have seen most of the things I've been in. There was one film that I had a tiny part in which I which I only just like saw last year and that was you right. know what eight was years it? ago or something. It was Tracks. A film called Tracks starring Mia Wazakowska. I saw you um, in a um, Willem Dafoe film yeah, the yeah. few months ago. Oh, you, yeah, you saw that one. Yeah, The Hunter. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. I, saw the, I saw that one because I had a decent role in that. I wanted yeah, it's great. To see that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, is that fucking Jamie? We listened to, yeah. listen well, to the music we put out, uh, certainly, well, I do anyway, around the release. Yeah. Mm. After yeah. it's out though? Uh, like up to and usually maybe maybe just into the first week of the release and yeah. then after that, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you... You listen to the songs so much before they're yeah. even out that you fucking hate them. And then, like, you know, it's like, you know, the mixing stages and recording and demoing yeah. and all that stuff. And the same with the shows. Like, we, there's so many edits that go into the episodes that you've seen it so many times by the time, it's, by the time it comes out. But I still, I, you know, I still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what about you, Lucky? Um, you ha- yeah. Have you been um, making more of your solo project? Um, yeah, I've got like two more albums ready. So I've been doing that and then writing DZ stuff still. Sick. So you've been one of the ones that have been quite um, productive in this time, huh? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, good on you. Fucking hell. Everyone's putting out books. We're making albums. We're just doing a podcast. Yeah. Just doing a bloody podcast over here. That's a big thing to do too. How have you found that progressing from it's something different that you've done? you haven't done before i'm sure really enjoyed it personally yeah oh man absolutely loving it it's been the highlight of our 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 working year yeah it's so fun it's been the fun collaborative thing for you i'm sure it's so fun it's It's good i've been really enjoying the like feedback like getting so much direct and like amazing feedback from people that listen to it um yeah on here and on the patreon it's so so good that's awesome congratulations it's different to music patrons Thank, Thank you. you. Patrons. Yeah. Is it patrons? It's Matt. That's patrons. Yeah, they're, they're patrons. called patrons Patron. on Patreon. Patron. Yeah. We're up to 105 now. Wow. It's Which is great. Yeah, it's so sick. Yeah. Um, how about that Twitch stream the other night, Lockie? I fucking... <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, I have never played such good Mario Kart in my whole life. Um, DZ with That Twitchy. was it. Um, and I was just embarrassing them so badly. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I didn't get to check it out. That was a... Um, are, you, are you professional, Jamie? I'm getting there. It was a, yeah. a control thrower of a session. 
that one. It was, <laughs> really? uh, Fuck that, yeah. It really they, was. They got pretty good. Um, I was on tour with DZ Death Race at the start of the year, just as coronavirus was sort of starting. We were in yeah. Europe with the darkness. Yeah. And Fucking I was the only shout out to Darkness, by the way. That's oh, mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but I was the only person on the tour that didn't have the, a switch. So mm. I just sort of sat in the van <laughs> quietly by myself doing Aww. nothing <laughs> while they all played Rocket League for Fuck. hours. Were you, were you tempted, tempted to get one? I couldn't afford one. Yeah. True. Oh, they yeah. weren't paying you enough and rubbing it in. That's so oh, dog. <laughs> I'll probably get fired for saying that now. Yeah, fully. <laughs> just kidding, Shane. Just kidding, Simon. No, just kidding, not, Lockie. They pay, me, they pay me very well. Oh, yeah. You very probably good, blew your money on other players. things. You blew it then. You blew all your, yeah. your salary. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Sticking <laughs> no, this fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell us about that tour. Come on. Give us a funny story. Yeah, give us a funny hey, story. Also, Fuck. yeah, it's fucking hell. It's like 15 minutes in. Get him out. Give us one bloody funny story. Oh, not also, David, me, be- nah, before you're you the, go, Lockie, yeah. uh, um, did you get me those guitar picks I asked for? I did. I've sh- I showed them to you in person. Yeah, no, no, but I'm just doing this for the pod. I just simply for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that again? We'll delete that. Yeah, yeah. We won't be deleting anything. <laughs> David, did you get me those guitar picks I asked you for? I did. Um, I got you four of them. Oh. I got you. I didn't get you a bass one, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So which, you, what'd you get me? I got you two of Justin's. Amazing. Because I figured you'd like to um, perhaps play with one and keep one as and a... And kiss the other one. Yeah. Well, and yeah, keep one on your bedside table. Yeah. Is, is Justin the singer? He's the singer. Yes, for those great. Is he I'm still sticking that fucking shit <laughs> into his arms? No, he, he's, um, I think he, we didn't, he was pretty quiet, but I think he's obviously really struggled with addiction. Right. But he's, repl- he's uh, replaced it with um, another addiction, which is mm. running. He oh, runs yes. 13 kilometers a day. Very, oh, yeah. So would you fit. say he's, oh, I can't do it. Uh, I wish I could sing like you, but. Oh, yeah. What do you want me to say? I'll do it. I'm stuck Just in feed a it rut. into the translate. Stuck, stuck in a rut. Stuck in a rut. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say he's stuck in a rut with the running? <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. But he's, he does lots of, lots of stuff, though. Like he's a he, strict vegan. Shout out. Like running all the time, lots of um, lots of weights backstage. It was actually very Sounds healthy like, to see them. He, like, he actually like a got a, um, a drink thrown at him in Austria and oh, he yeah. fucking lost it. Oh, oh yeah, really? Tell us about that. Yeah. Were you there when you that happened, Lachlan? I was at, at the merch, I think. Oh, yeah, but then I, I was on the side of the stage. I saw it and I was, was just like... Was, so someone threw a, sta- I threw a drink on stage and it hit him like it was a beer in a, <laughs> in a glass and it went all over him <laughs> and he singled them out like found them in the crowd and just let loose on them and he was saying what are you what are you going to do if i if that beer goes in my mouth and i relapse i ruin my whole life i ruin my family's life and it's literally all your fault and then got everyone to boo this guy in the middle of the crowd and kicked him out actually I think oh it was, my god I think a girl. It was a, oh yeah it was a girl and oh, um she called him a pussy yeah she said <laughs> you fucking pussy and then oh he, yeah wow. and then he kicked him out it was it was incredible Wow. Yeah. So it's very, very serious on it. You might have lost, yeah. a, I mean, don't lost throw a fan. It, this is a tip for any music fans out there. Don't throw stuff at people when they're on stage because it hurts. Yeah. yeah. They can't see it coming. Well, well <laughs> I think it's like throw it if you've if your intention is to hurt them and piss them off and <laughs> oh, get yeah. thrown out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But if you're like trying to get involved in the excitement and support, yeah. don't do it. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. It's backwards. I think yeah. I, I think it was Phil Jamison that I was talking to about this once. Someone threw a belt at him. Shout outs. 
and it hit him. <laughs> I think it was him, and it hit him directly in the face oh. and like split split his face open. The the big buckle. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, but I mean maybe they wanted to hurt him. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I and didn't like Fat Mike a few years back. Um, from no effects, Australia shut up. from no effects from <laughs> Um He um some kid came up on stage and to like and like put his arm around him, but Fat Mike had a really fucked shoulder at the time. And was right. like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Fat, um, I might say. Yeah. And um, he um, had told the crowd and stuff that he was having a rough time, whatever. And this kid put his arm around him and he right. pushed him over and booted him in the face. Wow. As a reflex. I mean, fair enough. As a reflex. You know what I mean? Fat Mike did. Yeah. Kicked pushed him, him over and yeah. kicked him in the head. Yeah. But a, and then officially apologized to him the next day and shit and like. Gave him a shirt, t-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, I wouldn't have done it. That sounds like an official apology yeah, with the yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. 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 official. I don't think you should apologize for that. Well, it's well, like, you know, a Yeah, it's a bit of an overreaction, but it's he's all he was just like, I'm sorry for kicking you in the head, but I had yeah. a sore as fuck shoulder, and I, you know, he told was, him though. He said, yeah. I got a sore shoulder. Yeah. yeah. I'm fat, mm. I got a sore shoulder. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Don't touch me. And then he's come up and grabbed his shoulder. I'd yeah. kick him in the head. Maybe don't. Yeah. Don't kick people in the head. <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah, ever Todd. had um, stuff thrown at you, Jamie? Todd? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think, once, I think once I had something thrown at me, first, first song and then next second covered, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I just, just like five so seconds yeah, sort of into the set. Yeah, we've had dildos thrown at us and stuff. It's like, really? Yeah. I don't even know why you bring that to a venue. It's, yeah. Seems- well, have they gone and bought that or have they brought the, something from their personal collection? I, I just That's assumed it was question. at our merch desk and they bought it. <laughs> oh yeah, you're selling them at your merch desk. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fair. What's the weirdest merch you've ever sold? Uh, I don't Long know. Sleeves? Yeah. <laughs> Long, like, jumpers in summer. <laughs> I sold a, a dreadlock cut out of BC from June Rat's hair at a merch desk. Oh yeah. How much? In a mini mini Jack Daniels bottle. Oh, I didn't sell, but it was up for oh. thirty euros. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's good. No one bought it though. Surprisingly. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Oh. I wonder what that'd go for in Australia. Probably about eighty bucks, I reckon. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't buy it personally, but no, no. someone would though. Yeah, I'm sure. So I feel I've like seen throw strong. beer on me all you like, but but don't throw beer on the pedals. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, the pedals. that's that's upsetting, but not the yeah. pedals. Yeah, and, and probably terrible. don't throw beer on you all you like. As Preferably well. not. Yeah, yeah, because like we tr- tr- sometimes, sometimes we're like wearing like good clothes or something like that. So, but I, I think also well, the difficulty true. when you're on tour, if you're on a long tour as well. You, you get your clothes covered in beer and then you might not see a washing machine for another three or four days. Yeah. And you've got to go all in the same bag with all your other clothes. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Everything's, everything's disgusting where you have to and you have to wash it. Terrible. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. A but bit the, of respect, that, you know. That's pretty funny. That What's the guy from Darkness? Like, that Justin. beer could have gone in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. That's the, like, you know, I'm obviously sober. That's the last thing I would think of about someone throwing a beer you know what I mean like yeah. that could have gone into my bloodstream through my eyeball and ruined yeah. my family could have relapsed <laughs> hey I heard a story about the dark Justin from the darkness from like um their very first tour when they um like years and years years ago and he was obviously like um you know uh pretty addicted to drugs and alcohol back then and He'd done an all-nighter in Adelaide and he was at the Adelaide airport and um just shouted everyone in Shout the Hungry Jacks line food <laughs> he was just running to his plane, just bought everyone there, like shouted everyone their food. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Good on him. What's the, what's the um, restaurant there called? Chibo? Yeah, there's Chibo in Adelaide. <laughs> Chibo. 
Chibo. That's the only one. It's like a cafe, kind of. Oh, I know the one you're talking about, yeah. That's very, that's pretty generous of him. Yeah, it's a pretty funny thing to do, I thought. What's, what size plane do you know? No, I didn't shout the plane, he shouted the line, like the queue. Oh, the line. The Hungry Jack's Gee, queue. That's Burger believe. King for anyone listening outside of Australia that's never been here. <laughs> I believe that there was a franchise already called Burger King in Australia. Mm, yes. Yeah. That's how that happened. So they called yeah. it Hungry Jack's. Which is better, really. What's your um, favorite like tour food, David? BP is pretty good. Like no, but oh, I mean, yeah. like in America, you, you're always <laughs> getting like fucking McDonald's and pizza. Yeah. Whereas like in um, Europe, at least you can get some proper like a sausage food. or something. I like I like to buy some bread from the service station, like a like a little baguette, and then maybe some cheese and some vegetables, and make my own sandwiches. What you buy that all from the service station? Yeah. Oh, is that services. just a, a services? The, the services, yeah. And they've got multiple shops, and there's like a little mini shopping complex like a in the service. There's a little, little supermarket, basically. Yeah. Hey. So you go to like an M and S or something and get get yeah. some like some ham. David, yeah, but otherwise you just end up eating terrible food. Yeah. Sorry, Do you remember in that time in Newcastle during the bloody lovely tour where we were so poor? That um, everyone went out to breakfast and we had to go to Woolworths and buy bread and jam and that was it. I had like $3. <laughs> mm, and nice. But that bread and jam wasn't just for that breakfast. <laughs> that was for the next five days. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. I try not to think about it. But we, we jazzed it up a bit. We put, it in, we put the bread in the microwave for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It kind good? of goes soft and then goes hard. It's a strange thing that happens to bread in the microwave. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Um, I th- I reckon that that's my favorite thing to do, food wise. Make a little Make something. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember when we were touring the UK with you guys or Europe with you guys. We, uh, my brother and I, were on a health, were on a health kick. So we that's weren't right. actually for for this particular tour like getting anything at the services unless it was like. Yeah. You know, a strawberry or something. Yeah. <laughs> a strawberry and a like bag of celery or something like yeah, that. We're trying yeah. to be good boys. Remember? <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was I think you guys did great. really well too. We did. Shout out to Ben. Shout yeah, out big shout outs. Big shout Come out on, to Ben. Thanks Patreon. for buying a book, Ben. Really appreciate it. Oh. Ben's um, on the Patreon um, after this as well. Shout out. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Can I, can I tell a funny story about Ben? Yes. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Um, I was at the Croxton in Melbourne. Shout outs. Shout um, outs. Doing a concert with Skeggs. Yes. And shout out. Shout out. I, shout out. <laughs> and I was I walking past the cafe. They were playing a matinee concert. Shout out. And we loaded in. I went to that. To matinee I went to that concerts. concert. Yeah. It was um it was all right. And uh, I walked past the cafe and I saw Ben and yep. I, he didn't see me. Okay. And he was at the back and I thought I'm going to call him on my f- mobile telephone and I'll say look up and it'll be really funny because he doesn't know that I'm here. Mm. Yeah. And Oh, no. I called him and he got his <laughs> no. phone and he picked it up, looked at the screen and then put no. it face down. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, dude, that's but, why you never do that. Never do that. No, but Never the, do that. Never I, I do walked that. Up to him. I walked up to him and I said, don't you want to talk to me? <laughs> oh, he would have hated that. So, <laughs> and he was so embarrassed and I felt, because he's, for anybody listening to the podcast right now, Ben is possibly the nicest person in the entire world. Yeah. And, and he was so embarrassed and felt so bad, but he was having breakfast with his girlfriend. Yeah. So I respected it. I said, Fully. No, it's such you a shouldn't valid have answered the phone. Nah, it's such a valid reason to uh, not pick up the absolutely. phone. Absolutely. So yeah. he was completely in the, in the clear zone. Nah, you wouldn't have been. 
He, but he, still, it yeah. was very funny to me though. But yeah. I think just embarrassing for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've thought about doing that when I've seen people like, oh, I'll call them, but and then I, I don't do it specifically because I'm scared they'll screen it, and then I'll know what they truly. How <laughs> I don't think he truly thinks that about me. To be clear, no, I don't no, think no, he, he doesn't, doesn't want to talk to me. I think no, it's no, 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 totally. the opposite, where he would he knows that if he picks up that call, he's going to have a wonderful half an hour, way too long conversation. Mm, yeah, which you exactly. just can't do when you're out to breakfast. Exactly. With the, Especially when you're out to breakfast with your girlfriend. With your, with your fiancé. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or fiancé. Um, I mean, Todd, Todd, Todd screens like 95% of my calls or something like that. And I know that mm. he doesn't feel yeah, exactly. any less. He just usually <laughs> just can't be fucked. Yeah. 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 He's perhaps busy like, at the time. Hyper busy. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps busy. Perhaps. I'm always like, oh, I know that Todd's never more than 10 centimeters away from his phone. So <laughs> you know what, though? he definitely sees it or feels it ringing. Yeah. I no, but my actual because I've got an old. It's like an iPhone Seven. We've talked about this before. It's it doesn't actually vibrate or anything anymore. So I'd, or and it doesn't make any noise. So I do often miss them. It's a you mixture. Yeah, it's a mixture. I have my phone on um do not disturb a lot these days. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Me too. Um yeah um it is good. Yeah, but, but yeah. Um, it is good. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well, I'm just going to circle back again. Lockie, circle. do you remember when we were at that services and we lined up for the Chinese restaurant? Uh, and um, <laughs> and um, just food served out of a Bay Marie. And um, we were standing in the line and Shane walked up past us and like from behind and goes, <clears throat> dancing with the devil boys. Yeah, he tried, uh, to get, he tried to get inside our heads. <laughs> he did get inside my head. I was forgot it. Yeah. it was, it was. It was. And I um, was a vegetarian at the time and I ordered like the Mongolian beef or something, but just the sauce. And what did she say, Lockie? She was like. <laughs> She's like, it's got meat in it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know it's got meat in it. I just want the sauce. And like, what, she had like a full like, northern accent to it. It was real funny. Do it in the accent. She, she couldn't comprehend what you wanted. It's just yeah, like, but say, say it in the, in the UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. Say it in the accent, Lockie. <laughs> what would you say? Is you good at it? You'll do it good. <laughs> no. She's like, it's, it's, got, it's got meat in it. It's got meat in it. You sure? It's got meat in it. Yeah. You're like, yes. Just give me the yeah. fucking. Yeah. Do you remember the hotel that we stayed in that evening? In just outside of Glasgow. Oh, yeah, that Jamie, like Jamie loves that, was, that one. That was one of yeah. the worst hotels I've ever stayed in in my life. I really? Think. So you were, you, cause you've stayed in a lot, but you remember that one stands out. It just smelled so bad and there was blood all over the bed. <laughs> David, <laughs> Dave, David yeah, and I, I blood anyway. we almost oh. um, died around that hotel last year, didn't we? We stayed in it again, if you believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe it actually, yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah, well, how'd you almost die? Too. Yeah, yeah, the Mac yeah. is. Oh, well, um, shout outs to Marco, <laughs> <laughs> our Italian driver. Um, he he drives um, like an Italian mm. um, and he came into the exit off the highway. It was pouring with rain. He came in really hot. Mm. And it's, a, it's an exit that goes around a sharp left-hand corner. Mm. And like, how fast do you reckon he was going, Lachlan? I don't know. It's like a hairpin corner, probably mm. 80 Ks an hour or something and just lost it in the wet. And we were sliding around the corner. And I mean, thankfully he is a good driver, but we were in a heavy van completely full mm. of gear. Yeah. And Lachlan and I were sitting in the back because <laughs> the other guys that were in the front had got out. And I remember looking at the passengers 
window and it was pointing straight down the road and there was just power pole after power pole. And I was just <laughs> watching them get closer to me and just expecting to die. Oh my but God. He, he managed to correct it. And then uh, I don't really, do you remember what he said? It was something about how it basically wasn't his fault. <laughs> oh. Obviously. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. Mm. Fucking rain or something. Oh <laughs> God. And I was just like, dude, you got to slow down. Yeah, you're gonna and kill then us all. and then take a little responsibility as well while you're at it. Yeah, like yeah. you know, I I messed up here. No, <laughs> sorry, yeah, the road. Yeah, um, you're a good this, driver, David. Thank I'll you. Give you that. I'll give you that compliment. That. Yeah, very careful, cautious. I've got one speeding fine, Todd. On tour good. or not off? Not on tour? No, ever. That's mad. I That's guess good. it's kind of on tour. I was driving to the airport in Brisbane <laughs> from my hometown. Yeah, yeah, of, of, of Lismore. Accounts, yeah. and it was probably I think it was three thirty-five, and because Brisbane Airport, people that don't um, live in regional Australia don't realise that sometimes cities are a long way away from where <laughs> someone lives. Mm. And I get booked to fly out of Brisbane quite a lot, which is a two and a half hour drive away <laughs> from my house. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed and, to like um, Gold Coast. Yeah, especially when it's a six o'clock, like a six a.m. flight. Yeah. I have to get up at about three to get there. Mm. Yeah. And so I was driving and it was just on the Gold Coast. It was three thirty in the morning. And there was it's usually on the highway 110. And I think I was going about a hundred. And it was a roadwork. There was roadworks on, apparently. There was obviously no roadworks happening, but yeah. it was eighty. So I got done going twenty Ks over the speed limit oh, at right. about three o'clock in the morning. Terrible. Mm. But I would oh, never no. do that with you in the car, Todd, ever. No, 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 no way. I know you would you're a professional. That's why. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you are a professional. Thank you. Um, I, 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 I got together. a question for you, David Harrington. Yeah. I can't remember the answer to this. I might know it, but do you play guitar? I'm terrible at any instrument. Do you look, do you have a desire to play any instrument? No. Did you ever have a desire to play any instrument? I used to play bass. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I was in an emo <laughs> band when I was in year. That's good. Eight, I think. What were they called? Tomorrow's cancelled. Oh, hey. Hey. wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Dark name. What did your hair look like? Uh, probably similar to what it looks oh, okay. like now, I reckon. Nice. Tomorrow's yeah. cancelled. Yeah. We Sick. played like um, mostly as I lay dying covers. Yeah, nice. nice. Sick. Um, but yeah, I don't okay. really, which I think is kind of useful. I don't have any um, desire to be a musician. Which did I you, don't feel tortured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you grow up going to shows and stuff? Did you have any interest in the live music? Yeah, no, I've always, I've always liked music. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm just, I, I really enjoy fixing things, which I think is oh, yeah. useful as a guitar tech. Yeah, yeah. But I can I, I play tools. enough guitar to know how it works and yeah. to know if it's, it's set up right. And I can, well, you can I check can play as well. Guitar. You can line check, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you play when you line can, check? <laughs> what song? Um, you, I usually play... Uh, baby, I've got you on my mind, but Powderfinger. How's that oh, going? Yeah. Down, 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 down. Yeah. What chord is that, Lockie? Oh, I don't know. Sounds like a G to me. Sounds like a G to me as well. Baby, but, no, it's higher I've than got that. you on my mind. Honey, you won't ever know. He sings much higher Keep than going. you'd think. Baby, <laughs> I've got you on my mind. Honey, you will never know. <laughs> a nice bit of gravel in there, Jamie. That was mm. Baby, I got you on my mind. Honey, you will never know. <laughs> 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 I 
That was three different keys for you to choose from. Yeah, which one is it? A, B, or uh, C? I, by the way, it that's was, that's the most gravelly I've ever sounded in my that life. That was amazing. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That I've really never good. done such a rock and roll voice. Have you ever tried? I've never tried really. Yeah. Well, I have. Just mucking around, but that's that's... I just convinced myself I had to do it three separate times and three yeah. separate keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having that so much fun. It great, honestly. I really Thanks, liked God. it. Yeah, what no about nice. you, Lockie? You're a bit quiet over there. Did you like it too? Yeah, I did. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> very um, very gainy mark there. I played that as a – I did a – the biggest concert that I've ever done was the um, – NRL, speaking of grand finals, the NRL mm. grand final with Gang of Years. Oh, I did guys, shout outs. And shout I, outs. Um, I played that as my soundcheck song in front of 84,000 people, yeah. which is pretty exciting. Did they get, did they rock it out? They, they, they would have loved that song. I don't know if they could hear me. Oh, yeah, it's just coming through that. Imagine that, just getting the crowd going with the, that, that happens from show to show, you know? Guitar tech will come out and play. thrown at me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or yelled at. <laughs> um, tell us. I've got a couple of qu- couple of questions. Yeah, uh, yeah. And sorry, Lucky. I feel like I'm leaving you out a bit. That's okay. So if you I'll need work to just him into my answer, okay, work him into your answer. And also, if you want to just jump in and just fucking right, just take over, just railroad. Yeah, whatever's <laughs> like, being said, just be, feel feel free to do it. There's no rules here. That's not. So, for example, like you might have a question for David or for me or Jamie. Yeah. You know, um, feel free to just Please. jump in and. You know, just just have some fun with it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I just might. The, 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 I'm just the energy. The things that are coming up in me just seem to be directed towards D, David Harrington. I, there's just not a lot I can do about it. That's, okay. That's fine. I'm happy to answer. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. Okay, David. What did you want to be when you were 12? <laughs> I wanted to be. Always, I always wanted to be a farmer, Jamie. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. Sorry. Did you? Sorry, if that's disappointing to you. You still no, can I be. like that. Um, I, I mean, I grow up. Uh, on an acreage surrounded by farms and all my friends at, well, I say all my friends, my friend at primary school, there's only six people in my year at school. Um, He was a a farmer and I'd spent all my time there. I just really liked the, seemed to like the lifestyle of it. I mean, I still do. What what kind of farm would you want? I wanted to have a vegetable farm. (laughs) Sick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm picking, I'm seeing carrots. I'm seeing you pulling out carrots. Is a veg? Do you, do you need to have animals yes. or like crops no. for it to be a farm? No, okay. the farmers are the ones that supply the big James <laughs> chain, <laughs> the big chain stores, the Woolworths, your Coles, oh, yeah, your yeah. Safeways. Yeah. They're farmers. They're farmers. Yeah, they're right. farmers. They're farming oh. the land. <laughs> Probably just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think they were out of curiosity um, I thought they might have been like a <laughs> just hobbyists. Yeah, no, they're, they're professional. Um, they are just like. Carrot growers. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, they're gardeners. Yeah, the carrot growers. <laughs> I'm a carrot, gro- I'm a ca- carrot farmer. It's, it just sounds weird. I'm a carrot farmer. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could have a potato was... farm, though. That would make sense. Got a potato farm, all different types. <laughs> yeah. I've never really had, I mean, this, I've never really had a desire to actually be anything, I don't think, Jamie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, not, not like an overwhelming desire to do, any, like, do anything in particular. Yeah, like I, I never really even wanted to be a guitar tech. To be yeah. honest, is that, what you, is that what you refer to yourself as a guitar tech? Is that like uh, occupationally? Is that or is it tour manager? Say tour manager. Yeah, tour manager. It's yeah. too hard to explain what a guitar tech is to yeah. somebody that, like, when you're filling out a form. Tour yeah. manager, you can kind of explain pretty easily. Yes, but yes. I, I just, um, I was working as a studio assistant. 
Oh, oh you gotta, world album. You got to do that oh, in the okay. nanny. That's in the nanny song. That's the rule on the pod. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you start anything with "I was working at a," you got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> do it. The, how does the theme song go again? Can someone so help me? I, I was, was working, working at yeah. a burping and a dashing till my boyfriend kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I was working. I can't remember. Yeah. I was working as a studio assistant on Ash Grunwald. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and then yes. he took me on tour as his guitar tech because he didn't have one at the time. Okay. Shout out to Ash. So he was your foray into the biz. Yeah. Which, um, and I was kind of doing everything then too. Like I was setting up his kind of one-man band show and then driving the van and everything. So it was a good – I was I just turned 18 what's at his, the time, so it was a good – What's his one-man band set up, like knees and the symbols in the knees and that? Like, <laughs> no, he doesn't have any symbols. But it's, it's actually really good to learn because he is much more tech than I think people yeah, would have realized. Sure. He had he – had, um, String that blows a whistle or something. I, no, he had a computer which I looked after that ran Ableton oh, and then he had um, a shout out to Ableton shout out to Ableton <laughs> <laughs> he had um, like tri- Roland triggers that were, would trigger stuff MIDI to um, a kick sample and a snare sample he sat on a cajon yeah and I then love a it would trigger stuff oh Todd you'd, Todd you'd look good on, on a cajon yeah would I That's <laughs> I don't think I don't think that anyone looks good on a cajon. A cajon's the box that you play like at Bongos yeah. in the park on a yeah, Sunday, so right? Like yeah, a, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can hit it. It's got little snare wires on it. Mm, yeah. Pretty oh, popular yeah. in Byron Bay area. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you sit on the drum, so it's like Yeah, you handy. sit on top of yeah. it. It's the laziest For the lazy drummer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, he had that and then he had his guitar, which was like a three guitar amp set up. And then Ableton running. Yeah. Ableton running. Too many. And then he had, I think it's a program called Touchable that was played kind of like some backing track from his feet that he'd trigger (laughs) off his laptop. So it was pretty complex for me to learn when I was an 18-year-old kid. But I think it was really good because then I'd work with, you know, a punk band that just basically plugs a guitar into an amp and sets up a drum kit. Yeah. Yeah. It was good to learn through him. And then I met June Rats through his management. Right. They had the same manager for a short amount of time and then kind of went f- away from Ash's Blues world into the... Uh, Fuck yeah, Doonies. June Rats. June Rats. <laughs> yeah, well, shout, shout outs. Shout outs, but, Doonies. So, so, but would you say that all of this was not um, part of the plan? And no, it just, not at all. Yeah, and, but you just had a desire to sort of like work in music in some capacity. Yeah, but, I, want, I wanted to work in a studio. Yeah. As a recording, as a recording engineer, right? Which yeah. I've never done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I studied. I have a, a bachelor's degree in audio production. Yes, but I've never done oh. any audio production. And so, and has that desire left you, or are you and, and are you quite content on the, the 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 road that sort of life has led you down? Definitely, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. content. I don't, I don't have any desire to to do it particularly. Yeah. That's sick. I really yeah. love the idea of, you know, you, you can have your own ideas for what you want to do and whatever, but like life kind of offers up different yeah, definitely. pathways and it might be, you know, that you end up living on a farm and farming carrots or or touring with June rats or whatever it may be, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's nice to just kind of like take it as it comes, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. You, you might you might want to farm carrots, but you could end up eating them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Eating yeah. them exactly. in the tour bus in Berlin. 
but yeah, I don't, I've never had any particular plan to do anything really, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I feel envious sometimes of people who are really driven to do something like they know exactly what they want to do and they yeah. do it. But I feel like yes. it can also be the flip side. They're really driven to do something and they miss opportunities that come along. Yeah. Yes. They're more, they're most likely they'd be envious of you, I'd say. I'd say uh, so as well. I think mm. that a lot of people who are super driven and ambitious end up spending a lot of time with psychologists or meditation gurus or whatever trying to look at it all that and where it's actually coming from. Yeah, and, that's true. And they kind of usually wind up realizing that like simplicity um, and and you know a life where you're not driven by your des- so hard by desire is probably yeah. quite nice. Right, yeah, and I mean, I never had any intention to make a, a photo book, but I've done that now. And I've got a photo mm. shoot after this, after recording this with you guys. So uh, that's, but it's nothing that I ever was chasing or anything. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what do you shoot? What's the shoot? Um, it's a band called Wolves. Oh, yeah. That's Sick. Little, okay. Yeah. Like a, doing some press shots for the a song oh. that's coming out of this, I believe. Sick. Nice. That's cool, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, I've been, I've always liked photography, but I never thought I'd be a photographer. But now that yeah. I can't tour, that's kind of all that I'm doing. Yeah, sick, nice. Um, yeah, are you going to print more books? That's the question on everyone's lips. Mm. Maybe I reckon Maybe. you should, but I, no. I want to. I don't know if I want to do the same thing. I want to do this, a similar format, but that that one that sold out is um, fifty. It's fifty pages, including the covers. I want to do a bigger one, like a proper kind of coffee table oh, okay. book. Yeah, right. So repurpose it a bit and come out with yeah. a V2. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and the um, the journal entries, I want to use handwritten journals. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. All right. So yeah. let's tell people about the journey journey entries that are in the book, <laughs> the bookie. All right. Well, I, touring is very bad for sleeping and mm-hmm. I had a lot of trouble sleeping. And I used to write a journal before I go to bed to get all of the thoughts, everything that happened in the day out of my head. So hopefully I could go to sleep and occasionally it was helpful, <laughs> but even though it wasn't always helpful, I have this pretty funny schedule, like all of my scheduling for the day and everything that happened in the day is all catalogued now. Yeah. And I, it's been great to go back on, especially with the, with the, making the photo book, I can put together little bits that are missing between photos and things like that. Mm. But I think the I think the first one I did was the tour that we did with or we all did together. Mm. I remember basically you'd write the journals at night, and then the next day you'd get Siri to read them out in the van, and we'd all sit there quiet, funny. quietly while you were driving, and then just listen to the journey, journey entries. And it was real. Um, it's really really nice. Why don't we listen to one now? Yeah, let's just let me to read it out to you. Have you got Have you got um one from our from our tour? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I remember you sending me a, a bunch. They I even have it here, yeah. But yeah, pick one out. Do you want me, I it, might read the one the about Hamburg one? in Hamburg. Yeah. yeah, do you want me to read that one? That's yeah, a good one. Is that yeah, day, that's fif- a great one. day 15? <laughs> that's day 11. Nice, that's what I thought. Day yeah, give us day 12. 11. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. Yes. I'll give you day 11 and day 12 if you like. All right. Okay. All right. I woke up and walked down to the front of the hostel and hired a bike to ride to breakfast. I got some muesli and walked around for a while before riding back to the hostel. Shane asked me to get my Leatherman out of the van so I could get his power adapter out of the wall because it had been stuck. I remixed some coolant and and topped up the van again. It was probably, the radiator was probably at its lowest ever this morning. 
When I topped it up, I think I might have found a problem. I saw a small split in the reservoir. Maybe not though, maybe I just spilt some coolant. I unpacked everything out of the back of the van to get my Leatherman, which was in a case right at the back, just to have Shane tell me that he didn't need it anymore. Oh, <laughs> we checked out of the hostel and I sat around waiting for everyone for a while. Lachlan and Tom decided they wanted to get breakfast while Shane, Simon, Jamie, Todd, Will, Ben and I waited for them. Shut We departed slightly after schedule and ended up in a terrible amount of traffic. The safety warning light has come back on and even though I've turned up the radiator, I went into the slow lane and prepared for a breakdown. The van is pretty heavily loaded. We stopped at a service centre to check everything and everything seemed okay when we turned the van back on. It was very suspicious. We got food there and that pushed our arrival time back even further. We arrived at Hafenklang, which is a venue in Hamburg. And then I went the wrong way, but we eventually got there to load in. We loaded in and I struggled around the venue to find a park. I saw a car park and did a 12 point turn blocking a lot of traffic, <laughs> but I got into it and it was very satisfying. <laughs> the street I parked in made me chuckle. It was called Buttstrasser. <laughs> we did, we did uh, a sound yeah. check and Tom had forgotten his iPad in the van and shouted at me to go and get it out of it for him. Shout out, Tom. Shout out, Shout Tom. Out to Tom. While Tom was tuning the PA, Jamie, Ben and I went for a walk in the park and looked at some dogs and had a nice chat. <laughs> <laughs> After sound check, Lachlan, Shane, Simon and I went and sat on some stairs and drank some water before we had dinner. We had a really nice Mexican bean dinner with rice and some salad. After dinner, we went for a walk to the Reaper Barn, which is always an interesting experience. Mm. Everyone went to a pub where Jamie and I had some sparkling waters and everyone else had beers. We looked around in a few shops, saw a few knives that pub was and a funny, few yeah. guns. How funny was that pub, pub? That tiny little thing in that, um, just that lady there, no one else? There's a photo of all of, in, all of you guys in the book. In the in book? In that pub. Yeah, yeah. Sick. amazing. In that pub. Yeah. Uh, we walked around and went into a few shops and saw a few knives and a few guns and a lot of homeless <laughs> people and people generally down their luck. We made our way back to the venue via the Beatles tribute and there was already quite a few people at the venue. The show was really good and Murray from the Wiggles turned up. He's very easy to spot in the crowd because he's extremely tall. Yeah. <laughs> we packed everything up and loaded out. Everyone was helping and we loaded out quite quickly. Everyone except for Jamie, Ben and I decided to go out and we started driving back to our accommodation. The GPS said the drive time was about 30 minutes and maybe eight minutes into the drive, Jamie realised he'd left his bag at the venue. Oh. oh. Jamie, mate. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's not like you to do that, Jamie. It's not. Yeah, it's I not. turned around and we started driving back to the venue. About halfway there, Ben, who was sitting in the back at the time, started to smell a strange smell of what he thought was <laughs> wine. Eventually, we could all smell it and by the time we got back to the venue, it was quite overpowering. There was a really strange man working at the bar and he'd taken Jamie's bag with him and was trying to be funny by not giving it back to him and just ended up actually seeming like a real dickhead. Oh. We got the bag back and went back to the van and Ben had discovered the source of the smell. Someone had opened the lid of one of the bottles of spirits that Thomas had given us in the Czech Republic and it had leaked through the whole van and smelled absolutely putrid. We got back in the van and then drove to our accommodation. I reckon it was Lachlan. Yeah. No, fuck no. off. <laughs> It sounds Probably like Tom. Tom would have done that. Oh, yeah, it sounds like Tom. <laughs> He's not here. We'll blame him. How yeah. dare you? Um, where, where was I? Oh, we got back in the van and drove back to the accommodation. Another 30 minutes in the van. 
About five minutes before we got there, the darkened forest, lack of street lights, houses, and civilization left a dark, foreboding cloud of doubt opening. <laughs> despite the 24-hour front desk and me calling the hotel, we arrived at the hotel, and all my suspicions came to life. It was dark. There was no lights to be seen, and no people in sight. A note was left on the door to call a number, which I did many, many times. I was greeted by an automated message in German, which I didn't understand. I tried saying my name, other members' names in the band, but the effort was futile. I rang a door buzzer, rang reservations, banged on the door, tried to get in for about 30 minutes before giving up and calling Simon. The decision was made to try and book a new hotel, a decision I would later come to regret. <laughs> All the hotels I called were not answering their phone, and we decided staying in the car park at the hotel outside of town was less productive than trying to get one in town, so we, drove, we decided to drive back. We started driving towards the city, which was another 30 minutes in the, in the van, and I saw a Holiday Inn. We tried to check in here but couldn't, and there were several other hotels in the area, which I tried to check in but was turned away at all of them. We saw an Ibis budget and an Ibis and hoped beyond hope that they would have room for us. When I arrived, to my dismay, they also had no room for us. Jamie, Ben and I all decided to camp out in the van overnight whilst the others were forced <laughs> no. to party all night at gun club because there was nowhere for us to stay. Yeah, we had to party for work. It was, <coughs> yeah, so, yeah. It was important. It was, it was that job. That was hard on you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. We found a park by a main road and tried to make the best of our new sleeping arrangements. We drew the curtains in the van and settled in for some sleep at 4.30 in the morning. So where did in everyone sleep? In the wine-soaked fucking van. Yeah, that's fucked. I slept on the... There's a little bed that was in the van, oh, yeah. which mm. Jamie and Ben graciously gave to me. I think you slept at the front of on the front two seats, Jamie. Is that right? And yeah, then Ben slept on the other ones. Yes, I think that's how it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Was it freezing? No, it was summer. Oh. So it was actually really hot oh, yeah. <laughs> and really noisy. And every time the trucks went past, the whole van would shake from oh, side yeah. to side. Nice. Kind of cozy, really. Hey, <laughs> yeah, like, not, was... not the worst experience, really. No. Um, Would you like me to read day 12 as well? Yeah, Which it follows on immediately from that. Yes, love that. Uh, We woke up to the sound of trucks whizzing past at about 6.30am after a few very restless minutes of sleep. I needed to go to the toilet pretty badly, but we couldn't because we weren't in a hotel and I went to the nearest supermarket to get water and Propeka chips for breakfast. We sat (laughs) sat quietly in the van with the door open, sharing a bag of chips for breakfast and staring out the side of the window. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't say anything. Out the the side door of the van onto the street and we were watching the trucks go by. It was very grim. We finished breakfast and I drove Ben and Jamie to the train station so they could make their train to Amsterdam. Yeah, because you guys went. You didn't come with well, us after this show. That was no. me and Will had been at at the blocked in it. So our end, while you guys were doing that, <laughs> we were we were bloody locked in this bar. So the bar closed at like three a.m. But do you remember the the, yeah, the Esther. bartender Esther, the bartender, was so lovely. She just said, "I'll keep the the bar open for you," and she just kept the bar open for and us. And we until we stopped like 8 paying for drinks. Oh, yeah, when the bar closed, she just locked us in, stayed there, and we were, like, pouring our own drinks and shit. It was so mad. Massive and, shout-outs to Guns yeah, and Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a small, like, underground, like, dive bar kind of thing. So it was it was kind of fun. So we just stayed there, but it came to, like, 6 a.m., and me and Will were like, fuck, we've got to, like, we've got a train to catch, um, and we've got to figure out how to get to the fucking train station. So we just opened, like, the front door, and it's, like, daylight, and to get this like taxi I remember watching the DZ guys and Tom come up the stairs Mm. when I pulled up and it was like watching 
like cockroaches or rats come out from underneath something that was like, <laughs> yeah. I, think, um, I think you've got a photo of that too. I do have a photo. Oh, of man. Send it through. Yeah, send that through. Put it on the... On the Scurrying um, up out of the underground. Um, I feel like that was not even the worst of the day yet, though. No. Today. And, yeah, and we, me and Will had to find this, like, literally was like Central Station and it was just like yeah. so hard to like read the menu of all the trains and like which platform it comes down and stuff and we met did we, you meet we up met, with yeah we made it we met yeah. the guys yeah had they did they help you out because they were more sober than you were no they didn't no no <laughs> they had I, no sympathy no it, there was just a mutual like sympathy you know it was yeah. no like okay. either way it's good yeah everyone was pretty amicable yeah because then I had to, um, I can continue if you like. Yeah, yeah please do. Um, okay, so then I went, I dropped Jamie and Ben off at the um, train station. Then I went to Gun Club to pick up Tom, Shane, Simon and Lachlan. They were all absolutely hammered. <laughs> we drove to a fuel station and filled up. Simon, Lachlan and Tom got beers at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> wow. And we started what ended up being an 11 hour journey. We stopped in at quite a few service stations along the way and got various snacks and drinks. Tom sculled a warm bottle of rosé to try and help sober him up for some reason (laughs) and was incredibly drunk for 99% of the journey. It was very funny to sit next to. Jesus. At one point, he needed to to go to the toilet and rolled over from the back into the front, kicking me in the head on the autobahn at 130 (laughs) kilometres an hour instead of just asking me to pull over. Tom is the sound guy. Good friend, yeah. He's a great person. Some highlights of his shenanigans were falling straight out of the passenger's door onto the ground in the car park and accidentally squirting a warm bottle of mustard all over his clothes and Lachlan's bag. <laughs> Never before have I heard someone complain more about being drunk and hungover in my whole life. <laughs> Tom eventually fell asleep and looked absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it, was an incredi- it was incredibly hot in the van and everyone had a thin layer of sweat all over their bodies. A mixture of the horrendous night before and the difficult day that had transpired. The air conditioning, of course, didn't work and all the warning lights were on again, of course. We arrived at the hotel and checked in. No one wanted to come into the hotel to check in because everyone was an absolute wreck, so I checked us all in. I was feeling horrible. Driving 11 hours on 90 minutes of sleep is a really bad idea. That's oh. hectic, man. How, how many hours? 11. Oh we drove my from the top God. of Germany to the very bottom. Like, we drove to the whole country of Germany. That is so dangerous. <laughs> There's no other word for it. Yeah. I remember talking to somebody else touring about this once. Like anybody else that drives that much, there's so many regulations in place. Like truck drivers, you have to you have to stop for a certain amount of yeah. time. Yeah. Bus drivers, you can't drive that far. But when you're touring, it's just like you just drive until you hopefully don't die. Yeah. You got to get the job done. And that's done. it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 nuts, good. isn't it? Yeah. It is. Maybe when COVID um, is is a thing of the past. There'll be some changes and people, I doubt it, but doubt it. it would be nice. Mm. <laughs> I think the longest I've ever driven were on tour was 17 hours. Oh, boy. Straight. That is that just is From insane. the bottom of Spain to Germany. Your eyes don't work after fucking five. Like, it's uh, When I got out, we stayed, and, and of course, stayed in a very comfortable artist budget <laughs> at the other end. And I remember getting out of the van and just... My whole body was just shaking. Mm. Um, it was with Junats, and they—I'm <laughs> going to get them, um, make them seem bad here. But they—they they decided to fly, <laughs> and I drove. Oh. And um, I was—I was just shaking, and like 
almost to the point of tears for not not for sadness just for exhaustion mm. and, de- and delirium mm. and i remember getting into a fight with you know how in um spain you have to go through the toll points still and pay money yeah i was driving and was, the traffic was so bad that's why it took so long and there was this person on a motorbike who tried to come up the inside of the lane and go in front of me and i, I wasn't having a bar of it i was mm. like no i've been in this line for like two hours you're not going in front of me and kept driving my van up so that he couldn't get in the gap and he tapped on the window and started yelling at me and i i'm i've never i never rode rage but i gave him the <laughs> finger and, just, <laughs> and then he, he was trying to get into the van and like he's trying to get he got off his motorbike and was trying to get in and wow, oh, this big fuck. yelling match it just i don't know what he was saying he was speaking in spanish <laughs> i was i was i'm swearing at him in english and got through and then he was he kept trying to ram into me on as we were driving on the highway and i was like oh, what are you doing i'm is... driving like a four meter long van and you're on a motorbike like you're gonna come up so much worse in this situation mm. just we'll just go yeah but yeah. that was that was my 17 hour drive wow <laughs> man it makes you wonder like it's so you know like just even this moment that you've described this like 24 to 48 hour period sounds so grueling it, I, i'm sure it makes some people think why the fuck do you bother yeah why do you do it? And like, what's your answer? <laughs> I don't know if I have one, Jamie. <laughs> no, I'd I, I love it. I really do, mm. even though it's really hard. It's, I think it's special for me as well because I've worked with, like with Junuts, for example, I've worked with them since 2013. Mm. Worked with DZ since 2015. Like, mm. And when you're on tour, you spend more time with those people than you do with your family often. And mm. they become like your family. And it's just, it's like, and even with you guys on that tour in Europe, it's this excuse to travel the world and listen to music with people that you really like and that are like your family. And it's just, it is really fun, even well, though it's really hard at the time. You know, and yeah. I, I ask you that question, of course, like knowing what the answer, knowing what the answer yeah. is, you know, and I'm because yeah. I feel the same as that. And but I'm interested, uh, interested in that because it's it is it is really amazing the like the that feeling that of bonding that happens yeah, between two people. That, it's something through the, it's, it's hard to call it hardship because it's self-induced, mm. but you, it's not many other situations where you're driving at three o'clock in the morning after having slept for two hours in the last week, basically. Mm. And you're all in the, in the car together going to an airport and you're kind of sitting in silence. Mm there's like this feeling of love for each other that I don't I've never experienced anywhere else mm. because you've all been through it together I suppose yeah 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 yeah. that's true you're really you're going through something that's that's really strange I mean like you said yeah. the lack of sleep the the, the the going to strange wonderful places for yeah. n- not even longer than a 12 hours or less, yeah. you know, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, people say that, you know, you get to travel the world. It's like, well, yeah. I see the inside of a van and a dressing room and a venue. And yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, pe- yeah, people used to call it like holiday. Oh, how was your holiday? It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we often with our band just say, talk about touring. It's just like we get to go on holiday with our best friends, which is kind of like a fun, like yeah. simple way to look at it as well. It's sort of a similar kind of thing. It's yeah, really I think nice. that's true. Yeah, I mean, I love touring with DZ, especially like I, I don't. Th- I was, spoke about this in the Rolling Stone article. I don't think in the last four years since touring with Lock On, I don't think there would be a single day 
in that four years or I haven't spoken to him. Yeah. Like when I'm just really good friends with the people that I mm. work with, which is incredibly lucky and I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, it's great, yeah. man. Yeah. I remember when I was twelve I did um I did uh I was I played Uncle Henry in the Wizard of Oz at school. Um, which was the school? Which was the school musical? Shout outs, Uncle Henry. Shout outs, Wizard of Oz, and shout outs, Rabina Primary School. <laughs> and um, and and I just had an inkling that I kind of wanted to like be in a play or be in a musical or whatever. Right. And I remember the feeling of like we did, I think, a Thursday night, a Friday night, a Saturday night, and a Sunday performance or something like that. So like four performances of this musical, and it was uh, four nights, four nights in a row. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and it was like a really, it was actually quite a nice, big, sort of like beautiful um, theatre facility right. that we did it at. And, and that was at your school? It wasn't. No, it was at another school actually. Um, it was at this like fancy private school around the corner. They they gave us their theatre to do the um to do the show in, and that was my first taste of that feeling, which I completely relate to the same feeling of touring, which is that you're like in this like company of people. Um, who are all like doing do, do it on this on this project together, and you know, and I remember like uh, in theatre in particular, like the the dress the the days leading up to opening night are like dress tech performances. So you do like yeah. full costume and the full tech rehearsal and everything, and um, it's quite arduous and it's usually quite stressful as well because you know um, there's a lot happens in the eleventh hour of a play or a musical. Like you're like, oh my god, this this as it stands, cannot go on stage mm. and yet it has to tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm. So there's every the tensions are high and everyone's <laughs> fucking tired and, and, um, and, you know, you'll do these 12 hour kind of like stints in the lead up to, to get it all ready. And I remember that, that feeling of like um, even the backstage element of the whole thing. Like I think that after that play ended, I bawled my eyes out. I was so devastated that experience was over. Mm. Yeah. And and I think that um, what I loved almost most about it um, was the the backstage element. Like I loved the idea of getting to the theatre at five o'clock and the show wasn't till eight or whatever and like getting ready and like the, the excitement and the nerves and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's what I love about touring and, and I think what you're saying is that that feeling of camaraderie that um, that, you, that you experience at 3 a.m. in the in the van, you know, no one's necessarily talking, whatever, but you're all on this shared experience together, yeah. which you can't yeah. really explain to anyone else when you no, get home you, or whatever. Yeah, unless they've done it as well, then they'll understand. But if they mm. haven't, then they can't really. It's hard to which, transmit. Yeah. Do, do you think you also thrive? I mean, I think I do. Do you think you also thrive off the pressure of it? Yeah, I think so. The pressure yeah. and the excitement, and I like, I've always loved personally the feeling of being, um, uh, like out of the out of body nature of it or whatever, like mm, being like, whoa, yeah. like I just, I'm in, I'm in like Belgium. I don't know which way mm. North is. And now I'm I always like, get that too. Like yeah. it always, and never like ceases to blow my mind that I'm all the way over here mm. in a random country that I've never been in doing what I want to do. Like, yeah. 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 I think I'm, I'm even crazy. more blown away by that personally from my perspective, because like for all all of you guys, for example, you've, I'm not trying to take away from what I do at all, but I haven't had to do anything particularly incredible to get to where I am with, with when I'm touring as a tech or a tour manager, mm. like it requires the talent of other people for me to even have that role and to get to where I, not, not to take away from my own talent in doing I, that. Totally. But, 
but it's it's even more humbling, I suppose, because I'm there to facilitate somebody else's incredible talent in mm. what they do, mm. which is you know it's it's exciting in itself to do that, but it's it's definitely humbling to be there and witness that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Feel like feel like that as a support band too. To be honest, you know, you're there to facilitate <laughs> someone else's wonderful talent. Band, though, yeah. Yeah. yeah, even as a support band, though, you guys have to do. You know, I think people also forget with a lot of creative industries that it's not just that one hour that you play. It's rehearsing since you were like 12, 10 or twelve years old. Mm. That's taken you to where you are now. Mm. It's not just you didn't just turn up and play the concert. Yes. yes. Yeah. Support bands are bands too, okay, people, and you just got to recognise that. Exactly, right. you got to turn up when doors open. Yes, and watch the support bands. Yes, mm. I should. I don't do that enough, to be honest. Just as a side note, <laughs> like when I go, oh. just, no, when we're playing with bands, I was watching. But if I'm going to like see a show at the corner with my at the, with my buddies, like yeah. as a punter, I I don't I don't really get there early enough to see the other bands. Yeah. So. I'd rather have like play Why some pool. Why is that? Do you think? Uh, don't want to stand. Don't want to stand for too long. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to stand for too long. And yeah, you don't want to blow your. You don't want to blow your. Um, like you don't want to blow your. Like you know when you haven't seen live music for a minute and you like you're like oh wow it's fucking yeah, loud yeah. and like and you don't want to blow that kind of shock excitement <laughs> factor as well <laughs> on the, on the open. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> can I just say to anyone listening, if we're ever supporting someone, go get an early. You know. Don't worry about blowing it because you might be surprised and enjoy the enjoy the support band. Yeah, you know? get down early for sure. Yeah, get down early. Yeah, I always watch the support bands as well. Yeah, yeah, I like to when we're playing shows as much as I can. Sometimes it's hard because you literally have no time. Like that's the only time you can rest. So like you get you get yeah. to the venue, load in, sound check, and you have like two hours between when you play and like to eat or fucking yeah. relax. I usually so it's um, hard usually always stage managing. I so usually I watch um, yeah. the first two and then a bit of the. One just before us, and yeah. then I'll rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 From when doors open pretty well, I'm usually on stage anyway. Yeah, you're working. You don't things, stop so. working. That's the problem. That's why it's hard, hard gig. That's why you're the best the in the business. Mate. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to make my money's worth. You know. Mm. You know, it was a super fun tour. We talk about the Europe and UK one that we all did together, but the Oz one was amazing. That's mm. great. That was a really, really amazing tour. Yeah. What was your favorite show? Um, I think that the one that comes back to my mind the quickest from that tour is 170 Russell, mm, the first yeah. 170 Russell show, I think. Um, it's a shame that we had to split those up. Yeah. Across, yeah. And and also the ones that we did in Brisbane. What's the what's the venue called again? Uh, Triffid. The Triffid, yeah. Oh, they were yeah, great. Three, three nights. That was sick. That was my um, birthday. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that was true. really good. Oh, was, and Lockie, you played Police State on stage with us. That was and fun. And you 50 bucks out the front of the I venue. Did. Yeah. Oh. Good Fuck, day. What a birthday. Good birthday. I played a solo I, for DZ in that show too. It's the first time I've played guitar for another band. Oh, and dude. You remember I came on right. and played that solo yeah, and all yeah. I did was yeah. just play the solo from Take the Step. <laughs> I didn't even care if it was in key or anything like that. I just thought I'm just going to play that and see what happens. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's great. That's fun. That, that end of that tour, I was so sick. I had tonsillitis. Mm. I remember. Really? And I went, yeah. Jamie, you were sick on those last shows as well, and I got fucked up when I got home. I remember yeah. that. Oh, shit. I, I probably started it all. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you did. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> but I, I remember going to the doctor in Melbourne and then flew to, speaking of 
working all the time, flew to Brisbane, did the first two shows on antibiotics and then drove from Brisbane to the Sunshine Coast to do a June Rats show in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. And then drove back to oh, Brisbane right. to do the last DZ show. That's and you brought right. June Rats back with you, didn't you? Or yeah. they came later? Yeah, I think they came later. Yeah. Because I drove back. I just drove back by myself, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a big one. That's big. Yeah. Well, um, uh, boys, I think we better wrap it up because it's been a really good chat. But it's been a we've we've probably hit the time threshold, I reckon. Yeah, we've hit the. Um, we've hit the threshold. We've yeah. hit the sorry. We've hit sorry. the thresh. Yeah, we've hit. That's all right. Um, <laughs> but but um, but do you guys before we go? Would you want to plug anything like uh, Lockie? Do you want to plug your solo stuff? No, not really, because that's not really ready yet. But um, <laughs> well, you've got a record. You've got an album. Do you have any? DZ have a new single coming out on the 28th Great. of October. Oh, yeah. Excellent. That's nice. exciting. Yeah. What's I'd it called? like to plug Can you give away the name? Solo stuff. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah do it, Dave. I'd, I'd like to plug Lockland Solo's album. Yeah. You should pick it up on Bandcamp. It's available. Um, I took the cover photo. It's taken in Lismore. It's a beautiful old house. Um, you should pay him... Not what you feel. Paying more than what you feel. Yeah. Because I think it's worth it. Yeah, double it. And what what's what do they look up on Bandcamp? What do they search? Lachlan Eubank. What's that album Soundtrack called? to Nothing, I believe. It's yeah. a good name. I like that. Thanks. Um, yeah. And what about, tell us about this DZ song. Um, it's Heavy, called... punky, funky. No, nah, it's more it? like Anthem. Yeah, nice. Like Bruce Springsteen. It's a really good song. Rock. Album, what album That's my number? Favorite. What album number? Yeah. Part two. No. Nah, what do you mean? What DZ album number is it? Like five or something? Five. That's al- That's anthem my, territory. My, you got to um, be getting into anthems and <laughs> album five. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. That's probably IOU's decision. On. I'll, <laughs> I'll send it to you. Yeah, get Jamie <laughs> the gravel on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're about to do. You know, we're looking at third album territory. So that's yeah. that's the album where you break, isn't it? That's where you really that's break. The, yeah. It's a breakout kind of. You could experiment there too. Yeah, mm. yeah, and you go yeah. a little bit poppier on the third album, don't a you? Bit, yeah. Upset a few like loyal fans. Yeah, yeah. Or bring back the and fucking get riffs. a few new ones at the same time. Yeah, you yeah. get more new ones than you're upset. It's the trade offs. Yeah. 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 Why are you a three piece now? Fucking yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, fully. Yeah, the guitar. Oh, yeah, God. Sorry. Yeah. Was that um, stressful? Was that stressful coming into DZ for that reason, Lockie? Was there any oh, blowback about it's that? The same. Whatever. If, if that's their problem, not mine. Yeah, but that, that, that's the attitude you've arrived at. But is that the attitude that you entered with? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, do you want to? Oh, well, see, I felt like real, really professional this week, like getting on you to promote something, David. You promote your book. Yeah. But it's, it's sold out, very... so I can't even, like, I was like, yeah, we're going to help him sell some copies and stuff. It'll be mad, but. It's pretty these New South Wales television show. Yeah. You know, you want to buy my book? You can't, can't sell it out. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, no, You've that's got fresh, man. I've got prints available, though. Oh, oh okay, okay, sick. Where do we, where do we buy them? Um, you, can, you can purchase them on my website, which is www.davidherrington.com. Okay, Brilliant. mad. That's Harrington yeah, we'll with link, a we'll double R. Double no, R, single R, sorry, single R. I knew it was different to other Harringtons. Yeah, how you think, yeah. But yeah, if you... If you buy one of those, um, that would, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, There's right. some photos out of the book on there too. 
Yes, sick. Awesome, okay, man. okay, That's we'll exciting. That. And then just yeah, keep your eyes out for the second pressing of the book because it may happen. Is that right? Or maybe not. Yeah, I'm not sure when. It might not be for a while. It might be in some different form. Also, I'd really like to thank Todd at this point too, because he really helped me a lot with the book. Todd oh. is a genius on the uh, on the InDesign. I helped you with and some technical aspects in the back end. Yeah, didn't I? he yeah. helped me a lot. Oh, good um, with, stuff. With with type with um putting the typography in and, and yeah. moving the pictures around and stuff like that, and it was yeah, really true. helpful. Oh, I appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. On you, Todd. David. Thank you. Thanks, Todd. Um, well, I wouldn't give you any money, but I didn't make any on it, so. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> is it self-published, Dave? Like. Is it, it self-published? It is, yeah. yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Okay. All right. Sick. Well, All right. yeah, All right. if you if you check out Bioprint, buy a cop, copy of Lockie's album too. Yeah. And We're check out, you work. guys are putting out some news to it this week, so yeah. check out yeah, your yeah, news yeah. as well. Stay tuned or we'll be announcing, announcing it on the Patreon too. Yeah, what a great punks! What a great punks, guys! Thanks for coming on, on the on the pod. Thanks so much. For Thank you. Me. We love you both dearly, um, and it was really sick to hear those um, those tour diary yeah that was so readouts. Good. That was like that was like really like I shut my eyes. I don't know if you noticed, but I closed my <laughs> yeah. eyes and really just enjoyed I was those stories. Up, I didn't notice. I noticed. Yeah, it was beautiful. I loved it. Really relaxing. Um, and maybe uh, I do an audio book. Mm. Who would you get mad. to read it? Uh, if if, you, if you didn't do it yourself, Willem Defoe. Oh, Defoe. I could ask. Sure. I could ask him for you if you want. Yeah, you guys are friends, right? <laughs> yeah, we're tight. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Before we go, Lockie, let's we can hang out in parks now. So we should hang out in the park soon. You, yeah. You're near me. I've, I've got a present for you. Oh, okay. All right. Let's do this after if the weather's good. Um, we can do this after. Oh, Lockie doesn't sound yeah. keen. Okay. Lockie doesn't sound keen. It doesn't sound like Lockie and Yeah. He gave me the thumbs up. Yeah. And um. Okay, all right. So thanks heaps for coming on, guys. And Todd and I are going to stay on and discuss stuff on the Patreon. We've got yeah, my, right. bro- my brother, Ben Timoney, uh, joining us again. We're going to watch a bit more of uh, these New South Wales mockumentary, maybe, and give yeah. a bit of commentary. Do another commentary episode, I reckon. That was good last time. People liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then announce um, the news that we, that we have for this week. Yeah. So if you're keen on that, go to Patreon. You can download the Patreon app and subscribe and you'll get bonus apps. Yeah, it's um, All right. All right. What a great all time. All right. <laughs> Love Thanks you guys. guys. Thank you Love guys. You. Love you. See, see you later. See you in person soon. For sure. Mm. For sure.